to the IndyCar Grand Prix race weekend. We are kicking off with our IndyCar Grand Prix kickoff press conference. We have race winners, we have Indy 500 champions, we have series champions, so a great lineup to kick off our month of May here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Starting with Colton Herta here, closest to me on the end, winner of the IndyCar Classic at Coda earlier this year. Colton, you've really emerged onto the scene, and now here you are at Indianapolis Motor Speedway getting ready for your first month of May in the NTT IndyCar Series. How do you feel heading into the month? Yeah, super excited. This is a, this is a cool event to kind of kickstart May, and, and, and obviously the anticipation builds up to the 500 from this event. And uh, yeah, it's, it's cool for me because, you know, after, after so many years of, of looking up to all these guys that, that have been able to race in it and finally be, be able to have the chance to, to, to be able to race in it is a, it's something that you know, I, I hold really and dearly into my heart and, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Joined also by our reigning series champion, Scott Dixon, racing again for Chip Ganassi Racing Teams here at the IndyCar Grand Prix. Scott, this, uh, this track is uh, one of the newer tracks to the IndyCar circuit, but has built a lot of consistency and has really become sort of a way to kick off the month of May with more racing. What are your thoughts on this event and what makes it special? Yeah, I think it's really good. It's, uh, it's a fun way to transition, I think, into the month of May and, and also for the community here. You know, I think for well, almost 100 years, they, they thought we only turned left. Um, and it's nice to have that mix. It's definitely a nice event where it's not as hectic as the 500 too. So I think it's, you know, much more suited to, to families and sitting on the banks. And hopefully, you know, the weather uh, is decent this weekend. Looks like it, you know, should uh, hold out for the race, which would be great. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. I think this track, you know, plays out to, to be a very good race. You know, we saw that last year, especially with the tire, you know, the difference between the tires and, and um, yeah, try and win here. You know, it's tough. Try and do what Will did last year and sweep both races. And as you just mentioned, the gentleman next to you did sweep the month of May last year, winning both the IndyCar Grand Prix and the Indianapolis 500 a few weeks later. Will, what did that, that dominance in May here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway do for you mentally and, uh, and physically heading into the rest of the season? Uh, yeah, it was just uh, obviously a fantastic uh, month. Just you know, winning the 500 for me was uh, something that I've been working on for so long and obviously weighing heavy on my mind, wondering if I'd uh, finished my career without one. So uh, just in, in every way, it was, it was fantastic. But uh, it's a great, great fun month, it really is. And it showcases what IndyCar is all about. You know, you've got to be very good at road courses and ovals. Um, you know, this is a fantastic road course, great for the fans. You know, there's uh, a lot of good viewing points. And uh, it was Really good racing last year, you know. I think uh, I think it produces great racing, long straights, and it's just a cool way to start the month off. Absolutely. We'll open up for questions for the drivers. Yes, Bruce. Uh, over at team, I was over at Team Penske last Friday. One of the engineers said something interesting about this race is that we talk about how it shows the driver's versatility, but it also shows the diversity of the car that the same car you run ovals on with some changes of course is the car that runs this race talk a little bit about how diverse the car is and how it can run all these different circuits uh yeah you know i think it's the mechanical side which is you know a fairly big shift and and then also you know the aerodynamics but you know i think um 
that has been the story of IndyCar racing for for decades, right? It's 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 uh, ability to go from you know short track ovals, super speedways to road and street courses, but. Yeah, it's just a lot of time and effort. You know, that's that's the hard part, I think, especially for these crews. And and uh, it's nice they gave everybody you know Mother's Day off on Sunday, but uh, yeah, they come back on Monday and have to make that transition. I think some of the bigger teams, you know, have different cars for you know speedway. There's a lot of more fine details, I think, especially for the 500 that that uh, everybody tries to to push towards. But um, you know, some of the smaller teams will probably have to utilize the same car. But do you think that aspect sometimes gets overlooked because we talk about these drivers? we have a tendency to forget the car does a pretty good job switching over to. Yeah, you know, it's what it's made to do, right? You know, and, and uh, you know, I think that's that's fundamentally what it's about. You know, I think even if you look at, you know, NASCAR or Formula One, you know, they have very specific uh, configurations for different tracks and, and, and thing like, things like that. Maybe not, uh, you know, on the mechanical side of things, but, um, well, Cup does, but, um, so yeah, you know, I think it's just, it's, yeah, a lot of effort, I guess, to get it switched over. But uh, as drivers, I don't, you know, I'm don't have much input on that. Yes, Mike. It's been almost a month since you guys went racing. I'm kind of curious what this month has been like for you. What you've tried to do to get ready for this, and what sort of adjustments you have to make with that long of a break in mid-season. Uh, it's been crap for me. I crashed at Long Beach, and, and uh, it's, a, it's a long time to not be in a car uh, in between having uh, two kind of back-to-back -back bad results, but um, we did get a lot of testing in. We, we got to do a, a test here on the Speedway and then a, a Honda Engine Manufacturer Day on the, uh, on the road course, so um, I think you know a lot of the Honda cars will be very well prepared for this weekend. And, and that's kind of always, it's always nice to get back in the car. That's the best thing to, uh, to get your mind off of a bad weekend. So, yeah, it's, it was a long time of, uh, of no racing, but we were uh, kind of kept busy in between with testing. Uh, yeah, it was just a good time to get, get a bit of fitness in. Obviously, there's a lot of, we're flat out basically for almost two months now. So um, you're not going to be able to get to the gym. Um, it's a good time to spend with the family at home. And kind of recharge and be ready to go. Yeah, again, I think it's actually the schedule, the way it's timed out this year has been really good for the crews, you know. It seems like there's been a bit of a lull at least before we get to the month of May and for some of us that also do Le Mans too, I think you go almost into a eight-week stretch there where you we're at a race weekend. So, um, I don't know, I love being in a car, I love racing. So, you know, the, the brakes are, are frustrating, but as Colton alluded to, you know, at least we had some test days uh, kind of scattered in between. Uh, Dixie, uh, I'm wondering uh, how challenging is it to win the World Power Grand Prix? Uh, yeah, it's a Penske Grand Prix, I think, isn't it? Penske Grand Prix, it's not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. How many years has it been? Four or five years? I don't know. Yeah. Penske many, car, Penske's car won all five. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Uh, yeah. Huh? Or that's right. Four yeah, of the five, because right, Pagano yeah. was with the other team before that. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. So they got a pretty good streak going. Is he, I mean, he's, he's tougher here? I mean, can you relate to that? I know. We were talking before about how you've been dominant at some tracks like Watkins Glen and how some people probably think, God, how do we beat Dixie at a place like that? I mean, you feel that way about him? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Will's, uh, Will's first class on, on most, if not all circuits. So, yeah, it's, it's always, uh, I think, you know, there's, there's probably, you know, a, a good five or six that you have to get through. But, but Will is, is probably the one that's got the target most of the time. Um, so yeah, yeah, they're very, very good here at the circuit. Um, 
you know, the goal is always to win for all these teams, and that's what we're going to try and do. But they've definitely had a strong uh, track record here. Well, you had mentioned over here. You had mentioned kind of the weight on your mind the past couple of years about not winning the 500, knowing well I end my career without one. Do you think you enter this May a little bit more free there? Your approach is just a little bit more, a little bit more loose that you can relax a little bit more. Uh, yeah, definitely. Although I mean, last year I was actually quite relaxed during the month. I, you know, I had a, a comfortable car and. Obviously, winning the Grand Prix always makes you feel very positive and, and all the, the team as well around you. So, um, But yes, a great satisfying feeling. And um, you know, I have to say it probably does take some pressure off, but uh, definitely doesn't take any of the determination away. You, know, you understand how good it feels to win. And you know, if anything, it adds a bit more determination. Phil and then David. Colton. Um I just spoke to a couple of Indy Lights drivers, and I'm wondering if you could go back a year from now, how much did you think this was possible, what you've done so far, and can you appreciate how maybe what you've done is kind of inspiring other drivers to say, hey, I can do this? Um, yeah, I, I knew it was possible just because of, of how many people have, have moved up from Indy Lights before. Um, you know, Maserati Indy does a great job of, of getting drivers ready and, and giving scholarships out as well for, for drivers that can't find the sponsorship. But, um, yeah, it seems like it's it's a plan that's worked for, for a lot of guys. I know Dixie did it. Um, I don't know if Will did it. I think he was in Europe for most of the time. But, um, yeah, it's worked for a lot of the IndyCar drivers present and past. So um, I definitely thought in the back of my head if, if I do my job, I could definitely do it. Uh, Scott, last year you had uh, bad practice and horrible qualifying for this race, and then you, you know, turned in one of your best drives of the year coming through the second. If, if you start off with the setup that you had for the race day, in fact, you were quickest in warm-up as well, I think. Um, if you start off with that, does that suggest that you're going to be uh, fast right from the word go here, or have the cars evolved already? Uh, the goal is to be quick right out of the gate, always. Um, yeah, last year was very interesting. We, we found most of the problem that we had in qualifying. It was a simple thing that, that we kind of overlooked. Um, but yeah, things have changed. You know, Even our setup from what we raced at some of the road courses last year has evolved a ton and, and in a very different direction. Plus, you know, the tyre for this weekend is totally different from what we had last year, both the red and, and the black. So... Um, you know, I think we seem to be in a happier window at a lot of the road courses this year. Um, you know, we haven't we haven't got a pole yet, but but we've been in the fast six for for each each race. So, you know, I think we're um, we're a little bit better there. But you know, you can never tell. You know, the competition is so tight right now, and if you you give up a little bit, you, you're going to be you know back. Hopefully not in 18th or 19th where we started last year, but um, definitely makes for a fun race. You know, if you can if you can come through and you got a quick car, but but. Uh, you know, Will and, and you know, Will was extremely fast last year and dominated the race. For Will and Scott, does turn one here, is it as challenging as turn one was at the old Cleveland course? Yeah, it is actually like that. It's um, just because, man, it, it's so wide with such a long stretch and big drafts and ends up four wide and um, tough, definitely a tough first corner. Like, if you're you know, anywhere but pole, you're worried, seriously. Like, you're actually worried, like, about getting through there because there's always someone who hits someone and into you. Or, you know, I, you know, the standard of driving this series is very high now, so um, you don't see that 
very often. Um, you know, everyone races hard, but pretty fair. Uh, everyone's obviously, like honestly, the races are like qualifying every lap these days. No one bloody, uh, there's no, no one's slow. There is simply no one's slow. Like, like Scott said, if you're a little bit out of the window, you're gonna be starting back a little bit and you're gonna be in that mess at um, the first corner. Yeah, I think it's a little easier reference-wise than maybe uh, Cleveland was, but uh, and a little smoother too, which which helps a little bit. But uh, yeah, last year, you know, even fanned out a ton. Um, so yeah, it's it's just one of those things. You hope you get through it, but yeah, it's it's difficult. You know, you're going from very high speed and trying to you know slow down first or second gear and get through a you know you can kind of make three wide it seems, but you know most of the time you see people trying to make it six wide and that's when it when it gets into trouble. Other questions? Gentlemen, thank you very much. Good luck thank this week. Thank you.